Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Deep True Crime. I'm Manny Rodriguez. In today's episode, we are covering the story of the Georgia mom who went missing, was reported missing, then she was found dead. This is one of the strangest stories you will hear of. My guess is someone knows what happened to this Georgia mom. And I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, someone close to her knows what happened to this missing mom. Let's go ahead and dive into it, why don't we? On September 10th of 2022, 59-year-old mom, Debbie Collier, was reported missing from Athens, Georgia. Debbie's husband, Stephen Collier, he says that he last saw Debbie around 9 p.m. September 9th, the night before. When he leaves for work that morning, September 10th, he says that he saw Debbie's car, which was a rented Chrysler Pacifica that she had been driving for a few days while her own car was in the shop with damages. And he says that the car was still in the driveway, so he believed she was still asleep. The couple, they slept in separate rooms due to Stephen's loud snoring. On September 10th, around 3 p.m., Debbie's daughter, Amanda Bearden, she received a Venmo in the amount of $2,385 from her mother that read, they are not going to let me go, love you, there is a key to the house in the blue flower pot by the door. Amanda, after this, she says that she tried to call Debbie several times, but the calls went to voicemail. She says that her mother left the home with only her debit card and driver's license. The next day, police used the Sirius XM radio in Debbie's rented Chrysler to locate the vehicle, which was found about 60 miles away from Athens on the side of the road in Clarksville, Georgia. The report notes that the vehicle was unlocked and nobody was inside. When the car was located, Debbie's daughter told police that her mother did not have a history of mental illness, but that she did have a bad back and could not have walked far. As the police investigated the surrounding area, they found a red tote bag, a partially burned blue tarp, and remains of a fire. Canine units, discovered the remains of Debbie Collier down an embankment in the woods about half a mile from her vehicle. The police report notes that Debbie was found nude, lying on her back, and her remains were apparently burned with what appears to be charring on her abdomen. Debbie was grasping the trunk of a small tree with her right hand when she died. The report indicates that other items of evidence were recovered from the scene but does not specify what those items are. Investigators are treating this case as a homicide as they have not found any proof of a kidnapping. The state examiner is performing an autopsy. Very few details have been released so far and no suspects have been identified. The distraught husband of the murdered Georgia mom, Debbie Collier, he spoke exclusively to DailyMail.com saying, she was a beautiful woman and I loved her. Steve Collier, he visibly fought back tears as he spoke on the driveway of his single family home in a secluded wooded neighborhood of Athens, which was 60 miles from where, where his wife's naked and burnt body was discovered in a ravine. Mr. Collier, he says, 
It has been a long two weeks and I'm very tired. He added, my wife was a wonderful person. A close friend of the couple who did not want to be identified shared with DailyMail.com, Steve loved Debbie with all his heart. I know that for a fact. The neighbor continues, I cannot imagine what he's going through right now with the terrible loss of his wife and having to be part of the murder investigation and all that entails. I have known them both for many years and they were a devoted couple. And the neighbor says, I know suspicion can fall on the family of murder victims, but I would bet my life Steve had nothing whatsoever to do with Debbie's disappearance. Mr. Collier, he spoke to DailyMail.com after a friend picked him up from his house and took him to collect a black Ford Ranger pickup truck from a repair shop, which he then drove home. Police say that Mr. Collier's wife's vehicle was being repaired when she vanished, which is why she was renting the 2022 Chrysler Pacifica, which was found beside a track that eventually led to her body near scenic Tallulah Falls. Habersham County Sheriff's Office, they said there is no evidence to suggest the real estate office manager was kidnapped, despite a chilling message to her daughter, Amanda Bearden, suggesting she might be captive. Officers have executed several search warrants at locations tied to the victim and also held preliminary interviews with people close to her. And you know, as part of this, whenever you have anything like this, the ones they're going to really look at is the family. Those are the closest ones to her so it is normal so so far they really are looking into the family especially the daughter because this is such a strange occurrence now i'm not saying that i'm pointing fingers to anyone because i have no clue at this stage i am writing off steve the husband i don't think he has anything to do with this the daughter and others i'm not quite writing them off I'm not pointing fingers but I'm not sold on them being innocent. I feel like there's more to this story. This is too strange of a story. So it's only normal that they would look into the family. You know, and the family members, they have already said that they feel like suspects in this case, which is very normal. And so the family, they're saying that they've had their phones confiscated by police and they feel like they're being looked at as suspects. And a lot of reasons why they're going to focus on the family because part of this story, Collier, who was found naked and partially burned in a ravine on September 11th, this is the day after her daughter, Amanda Bearden, said she wired her $2,385 along with a chilling note. And it says, they're not going to let me go love you there is a key to the house in the blue flower pot by the door and if you think about it that sounds like someone kidnapped her but there is no signs of a kidnapping which is odd as well the husband says he saw the vehicle that morning of her disappearance it was in the driveway so sometime later because at 3 p.m is when the daughter gets this text message so of course they're gonna look at Amanda very, very closely. And being her daughter, wouldn't she already know that there's a key underneath the mat? Speaking outside, 
in Anthony's home, the boyfriend of Amanda Bearden, seen here in this photo. He said that the family has been given scant details by the Habersham County Sheriff's Office investigators. He says, they haven't really told us nothing. He said, they've interrogated all of us. The people who are closest to her are kind of looked at as suspects right now. He said, cops have been in possession of Bearden's phone along with his own. He says, it's weird. I feel like the sheriff's department may have some leads, but they won't tell us anything. Bearden's boyfriend said the couple moved to Athens from Maryland just two days before Collier vanished in her rental car with her driver's license and debit card on September 10th. And he said, we came back Thursday, her mother brought us lunch Friday, and then Saturday is when she went missing. A neighbor of theirs did tell the Post that she heard a commotion coming from Collier's home the night before she vanished, and the family frequently engaged in screaming and fighting. So hearing them fight was nothing out of the ordinary for them, but she did hear a fight between two people in the home the night before. A post reporter toured the crime scene where discarded pieces of yellow police tape and blue gloves formed a trail to the base of an uprooted tree where Collier's body was found. Charred roots, burned paper towels, and melted blue plastic from a tarp were also still visible. And Bearden, she said, my mom was my everything. Cause she saw when they were taking her body out of the ravine and she was hysterical about it. And in an interview, she said, somebody took my whole world from me. She was a beautiful, kind, given woman, and she didn't deserve any of this. I want justice for my mom. And a quick little scenario of where this all was from one another. You can see south of the map, Debbie's home. This is where she left the house in a rented black Chrysler Pacifica because her car had recently been in a crash. Then you can see 60 miles north, Collier was found yards away near a red tote by an uprooted tree. Next to the tree appear to be the remains of a fire. Officers found the unlocked car near an old logging road, and that's when they then, looking around, and they would find her body. And you can see where this is all related in the Georgia area, where Athens is, and the distance is from Atlanta and not too far from each other. The Habersham County Sheriff's Office, they have ruled this shocking death a homicide, but again, they haven't provided very much details at all. And at this stage, they cannot, they cannot share what they have found. They're just going to keep digging and digging. And then before you know it, arrests will be made. I'm sure we're going to find more information on this as time goes on. But a statement from the sheriff on September 21st said, At this time, there is no evidence to suggest or support that this incident was related to a kidnapping or that this was a suicide. Bearden's boyfriend, he says, We have no clue what's going on. We've pretty much just been sitting at home watching movies. We do find now, just as part of information that we're receiving, but we find out that the daughter, she's had a long history of arrests, including battery, fights with her boyfriend. And as I dive into this, it doesn't mean that she killed her mom. So it doesn't mean that at all. I'm sharing what we are finding out. And so the daughter of the murdered Georgia mother, Debbie Collier, she has a history of lying to police and violent lovers tiffs 
with her live-in MMA fighter boyfriend who says the pair have been interrogated over her mother's killing. Amanda told police that her mother mysteriously sent her a $2,000 Venmo payment with the cryptic note they're not going to let me go in one of her final acts. And the pair, her boyfriend, Andrew Gegerich and Amanda, they still live together despite their previous domestic disputes and restraining orders. In May of last year, police intervened in the couple's relationship after Amanda phoned 911 claiming that Andrew had broken into the house to beat her. So she showed them photos of bruises on her arms and shoulders to prove it. She she was however arrested for a falsely reporting a burglary after police determined he was living in the home and had full access to it. Andrew was arrested on battery charges and the pair were ordered to stay apart. Gigerich had complained that the pair were recently interrogated by police over Debbie's death. After her death, we also find out about these pictures that she posted to Facebook. In December of 2020, she posted, look what I did to myself when I face planted on the concrete sidewalk. And she writes, I do not have any eye makeup on the right eye. And these images show her badly bruised right eye swollen shut and scrape marks above and below. And Dr. Emma Lou, a former Florida forensic pathologist, told the news outlet that the injuries seen on Facebook would be consistent with a fall, adding that the damage was caused by something hard and relatively flat, at least the portion of the object that came into contact with her. We also find out about a chilling note that was threatening violence against Debbie Collier and family. And this note was done by the boyfriend of the murdered Georgia mom, Debbie Collier's daughter, who allegedly threatened violence against her entire family last year in a chilling note, was arrested just last month for violating parole. And it says, if you or your family ever come near me again, I will hurt them. The former amateur MMA fighter, Andrew Gigerich, supposedly wrote to Debbie's daughter, Amanda Bearden, in a chilling note that was obtained by the New York Post. And the handwritten message scrawled in green marker was included in police evidence photos following a May 2021 domestic dispute between Bearden and Gigerich, who were living in a home owned by her stepfather, Debbie's husband, Steve. And it says, have a nice life, you lion, A-S-S-B-I-T-C-H. Don't ever contact me again. According to police documents, Bearden claimed her boyfriend had broken into her home screamed at her and attacked her, showing police bruises on her shoulders and arms. A police report reads, in her living room, Bearden showed me a handwritten note left on a notebook. She advised Gingrich wrote this before he left. Gingrich, who had an amateur MMA record of four wins and three losses, but hasn't fought since 2018, according to Tapology.com, was arrested and hit with various charges, including battery as a result of the incident. Athens Clark County Police described the two as having a family violence relationship. Andrew Gigerich did intentionally cause visible bodily harm to Amanda Bearden, to wit, she had visible bruising to the right arm and shoulder.
his May 2021 arrest warrant stated. He was also ordered to stay away from Bearden, who was also arrested and charged at the same time for making a false report for saying Gigerich had broken into their home when they actually lived together. Her case over the incident is still believed to be ongoing. The same police report also quoted a man who identified himself as Bearden's stepfather, who told officers the violence between Bearden and the boyfriend was pretty constant over the entire time they have dated, spanning a couple of years. Despite the order to stay away, Bearden and Gigerich appear to be still living together in the same house, claiming they moved back from Maryland just two days before Debbie disappeared. And as I mentioned earlier, Amanda, she has a history of encounters with law enforcement in Athens, Georgia, most recently for a domestic incident that took place in May 2021. And she claimed that Andrew broken into her home, screamed at her and attacked her, showing police bruises on her shoulders and arms, according to the police report. And that's the thing about that text message. They're not going to let me go. And that text goes to her mom. That's a weird statement to make. And when it comes to who reported her missing, some say that the daughter reported her missing, some say her husband, Stephen, reported her missing. Maybe they both reported her missing. You know, and then you look at the Venmo because we, we find out that she leaves her home only with the debit card and a license. So if she doesn't have her phone, how did she send that Venmo payment? That's odd on its own. You know, and Debbie and Steven, they're sharing this Venmo account and it's sent to Amanda from Steve Collier's Venmo account. So if they're both sharing this, like that should have been noted right away from the husband. But was this Venmo payment what caused them to file this missing persons report? There's so many unanswered questions in this. And little by little, we'll continue to find out more. You know, and the daughter is said to have had addiction issues herself. And then the neighbor saying they heard screaming between two women, that is the reason why people are looking at the daughter. I still am not blaming the daughter at all. I, I don't like to really pinpoint without enough things that have come out. And right now, not enough has come out. Just a very strange story. This Venmo payment to the daughter really is, a, it's an odd situation. Why would she Venmo that to her daughter? That's weird in its own. And so it's like, is that all that was left in the Venmo? Is there more that was in the Venmo and they could have sent more? Because if it was her last dying declaration and she's like, I want to leave my daughter some money, was there more than 25, 2400 bucks? And so that alone brings a little more sketchiness as well. Like how much was left? Was it everything that was in a Venmo? Why did she send that to her daughter? That's where a lot of this is so confusing. And the neighbors wanting to be anonymous in, in what they're sharing, what are they scared of? Do they know more? I mean, because since no one's arrested, they're probably gonna be scared, but they didn't even say anything incriminating. Well, the neighbors did say they heard some screaming, so that could be incriminating, but they don't know who was screaming? So there's a lot of unknown answers to this. Little by little, we're going to continue to hear more. My friends, I'm Manny Rodriguez. Stay tuned as we continue to cover this story. I'm not going to just talk about everything. I'm going to wait till there's actually some real developments, not speculation. I'm Manny Rodriguez. Have an amazing day, and I look forward to serving you again. Rest in peace, Debbie Collier.
Rest in peace. Have a great day, my friends.